My only regret last year was that I didn't get to meet Nick earlier. Nick wrote a book about his experiences in Korea called These Things Seem Perfectly Normal to Me Now, which is a hell of a title as anyone who has had the pleasure of living here can attest to its accuracy. We talk lightheartedly about the hardships of fatherhood, our mother-in-laws, getting the bottom of our feet whipped with soju bottles and bamboo poles, heavy metal, and a little bit of work. A very funny episode with lots of laughs. Nikki Biscuits, thanks for coming by, and I'm so sad you're leaving us. Check out Nick's book on Amazon. The title, once again, is These Things Seem Perfectly Normal to Me Now by Nicholas Simpson. Also, don't forget to check out K-Art by Juju, Korean abstract letter art. Great for gifts and custom orders are available. 10% off for the first person to order one that says Dong Chim. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. Welcome back to another episode of This Korean Life, number 66, featuring Nicholas Simpson. Just Nick is good? Yeah. Nick? Yeah, Nick's fine, yeah. Cool, man. Nicholas is my, is my pen name. Your Don't pen you? name? No, yeah, no, Nick's fine. <laughs> Straight out of the UK, father to a newborn, mm. and you have an older son as well, yeah. right? You're an author, a drummer, uh, IELTS supervisor, TEPS test maker, and world champion arm wrestler <laughs> one of those is not true yeah. or possibly true hey, you know speaking of arm wrestling um i met one of my students who's a an older lady her son's uh, early 30s he lives up in seoul i met him randomly the other day and he was telling me that uh he's a he's a tailor i said what do you do in your free time like are you just working all the time he goes no i'm part of the underground uh, arm wrestling league it's like I swear to you, I was like, I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? He goes, the the image he painted for the picture he painted for me. These guys are like meeting on the rooftops, white club sort of thing. Yeah, he said they have massive barbecues. I think I've seen this on Instagram. It's insane. He's like, we have these massive barbecues with like piles of meat, and then people arm wrestle, and it's unreal. Why does it have to be underground? Is it illegal? Can they not just have an open? Well, I, I, I think probably those guys would be associated with exercise and maybe some steroids. Tattoos are probably everywhere, so they probably have that gangster kind of of image. And what a what a hilarious thing. If though. money is involved, probably they will be underground. Oh yeah, true actually. They're betting and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I like those I like those Russian arm wrestles. Hey, let's arm wrestle and punch each other in the face while we're doing it. <laughs> you see that? I was gonna say those slapping contests. Oh yeah. You guys have those in the UK, don't you? I think that's yeah, where I've seen those. UK has this bare knuckle fighting, right? Oh that oh so dude, I saw that on the weekend. Brutal man. <laughs> oh are you talking Oh no, you're talking about the um, the gypsies. The gypsies travelers and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a proper word, gypsy? Or is that, I, I, is that I derogatory? So. I, think, I think gypsy king. You mean? Travelers. Are you a boxing fan? Right? No, I'm not at all. Huh? No, I have to say I'm really not uh, into that stuff at all. Yeah. You um, got uh, you got a bunch of boys up at the top now. Yeah. I think uh, three of the top five big boys are all from the UK. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's a fury? He's yeah. the, the gypsy king. I hope I hope I'm not using that word. No, I, don't, I think that's what he calls himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Anyways. Welcome to the uh, place where we record. Hesitant to call it studio. What's uh? How's the new? How's the new little guy? 
Uh, a little, she. Yeah, little girl. She's, she's, oh, she? Yeah, ah. she's doing well, actually, thanks. Yeah, she's, uh, I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's so much easier, you know, I'm sure. Like, you've got two kids, right? Two yeah, kids, yeah, yeah. You know, as well. It's, yeah. Easier the second time around. At least it, we are finding it. Not oh. so many surprises. Like, yeah, just let her, <laughs> let her get on with it, really. You know, like, <laughs> so can you imagine when, like, you, when it gets to the fourth or fifth kid, it's like, <laughs> just like, just negligent Tuesday. The more I realized from parenting was, now now I can understand probably my little sister or my even, we have five, but yeah. man, they must have got zero attention yeah. from mom and dad because it was just too much of a handful. I mean, yeah, it is chaos. It's five kids I like crazy. The, I like the expression, <laughs> first, first baby glass, second baby rubber. <laughs> so yeah, pretty much yeah fifth baby that's a question <laughs> where, where is it yeah just a ball of elastics man just Beep. put it wherever you want <laughs> what uh was there any noticeable differences yeah through the pregnancy or through the through giving birth because of corona yeah i, I guess it's, the, it's it, the the big thing with the debate whether to get vaccinated for my wife to get oh. vaccinated because you come a little closer to that yeah yeah, yeah well, it's for her to get perfect vaccinated. Mm. Be, what was the timing on that? I mean, just for reference, did the vaccine just come out? Yeah, I think that I can't remember when. When did it come out? The vaccine here, in February, March, maybe last yeah, year. So that would have been maybe yeah, later. About the, the same time later, we found later. out that that we that she was pregnant. Yeah. Mm. So that was the that was the debate. It's like, do we rocks of paper yeah. or what do you do? Well, no, it was you know you try to kind of read about it, but there's nothing to read <laughs> yeah, there, there, because it wasn't. I mean, I think it was Opinions. later because <laughs> in the states, I think it was like January, February, March. Mm. For us, it was, was June, July. Here it was a little bit later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's nothing to actually. There's no reference point, right? It's not happened. Hasn't happened before. It's kind of like well, you just kind of think well, and then a few weeks later, a few months later, people start doing tests and things and you get some results and people say oh, the yeah, best especially, thing to do is to get vaccinated especially there was nothing on pregnant women yeah. but that didn't happen for a while you know right like and then still they're still getting I data think the on initial it. advice was don't have it right and then then they changed to have it and then then it was kind of like <laughs> it kept changing just take half yeah it kept changing. <laughs> we were like well the, ca- the case numbers here in Korea are not that high especially in all sounds right. really low not, so yeah. like is it worth taking a risk like if there is any risk involved, I mean, I'm totally like pro vaccination stuff. I'm not yeah. like, mm. just to clarify. But it's just yeah, yeah, just because there are a lot of people just yeah. No, but I I can't imagine. I mean, pre- normal pregnancies are stressful, especially yeah, like in regular yeah. times. Yeah, I can't imagine. And if if you're saying I think you should get it, hun. And she's like, I think I shouldn't. Yeah. If anything happens, <laughs> there was a big your ass is on I the mean, line for the next thirty yeah. years. Yeah, I mean, we were both saying we think. I was saying I think you should get it, and she was saying I think I should get it too. But mm. we, she just never, we never like committed and said, right, let's go and get it. We're still like they were holding not, off, you know. They were not vaccinating pregnant women till October or November, right? Yeah, I think that. that yeah. You, yeah. I can't remember. I can't there was no real data. There yeah, was no yeah real they data. didn't say like, come and get a vaccination. They didn't say that. See, point, a, like, no, but stuff. when we yeah. were filling it, there was a place like, are you pregnant? Mm. And <laughs> yeah. so, yes, maybe. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> well, you look pregnant. <laughs> but. Uh, but I wonder, like, if I was in the situation, I'd probably err on the side of caution too. I wouldn't. Uh, but what's the I, side of caution? Yeah, not getting it. Yeah, my yeah. side of caution. Okay. Yeah. But I think some people's side of caution would be like, get it. Like, I'm surprised how many people mm, you see on there yeah. on on my Facebook pages of how many people just want to get their kids vaccinated. Mm. I hope they approve the two to six year old one. I just want my kids vaccinated. Mm. Oh, and see, I'm like, uh, oh. oh. And other people are like, well, I want to wait and see for two to six years. That's a little bit yeah, young. I don't want to throw my so. I, I'm not opposed to it, mm. but I don't want to be first in line either. No, <laughs> I, want, I want to wait ten years to see the team, <laughs> and then I'll join in. But 
Yeah, but I think. But so, the, so what was the? Did you end up getting it or no? Yeah, she she got it. Oh, she did. She, eventually, <laughs> like last week. <laughs> oh, last after, yeah, after, 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 okay, after, okay, after, yeah. after the fact, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it did. We should, you know, we went through all pregnancy mm-hmm. without. Did I they? Did. did they give you any? Joe Rogan says it goes in your breast milk, though. <laughs> <laughs> She's in formula milk. Right? <laughs> did they give you any guidelines? Like while you're in there in consultation and stuff, did they? Did they give any guidelines or anything I, I asked, to how? I asked several times, and the doctor was like, eh, "It's up to you, really." Because <laughs> I, I just think they don't, they don't know. know. They don't know. They don't yeah. know what to say. They don't know what to say. But you think they would have a protocol? Like, just listen. We don't know enough. Yeah, but so we the, can't advise even it like for the national protocol it. keeps changing. You can't expect yeah, like specific protocols, yeah. right? But for your doctor to say, "Up to you," <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, that doesn't give you a lot of faith in the doctor. But you just made the you just made the comment that if he had decided for his wife to get it and something happened, then it's your ass. And I'm sure they want to avoid any. No one wants to, yeah, take like one stance and maintain it because sure. But a definitive you, statement you, from your doctor: Listen, we don't have enough data on it. It's not recommended in any of the OECD countries, so... But if you translate that to Korean, it goes, oh... What about for the kids? I mean, is there? was there anything... I mean, since the baby... How old is the baby now? She... Three months? Uh, two months. Two? There was, she was born on Boxing Day, 26th. Oh, my, so oh, my, my son's birthday, oh, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? So yeah, I mean, I don't know how how long ago was that. So what? <laughs> was it two months? February something now? Is it? Was yeah, that? It was was it on time? Yeah, uh, she was early. She was like two weeks earlier. Oh, same as yeah, this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did anything? Put- <laughs> Stupid question, but did anything push him out early? Like we had a huge meal, and then oh, her really? water, her water, her water popped. And oh, then, really? uh, no, no, yeah. I don't think so. No, she, she was just big. She was a big girl. Um, yeah. So she just, yeah, she just early, but uh, kicked her way out. Yeah, 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 yeah. We think yeah. it's gonna be Christmas Day. Ready or not, here I come. Yeah, yeah. He came just. Her water broke after dinner on Christmas, and then and raided like, uh, on the twenty sixth. Christmas dinner on the twenty fifth, and I'm there with like this nice wine, you know. Like, yeah. wine, my wife's like. It's like a massive. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just enjoy my last day. <laughs> you should have seen the flack I took from these guys. Because my wife called it, what, six weeks early? One of our friends in Bangajin, you know, in Donggu there said, oh, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have Christmas dinner. Everyone come. My wife went, no. <laughs> no. What if I go into labor? I'm like, it's, it's like three weeks early. Yeah. What if nothing's ever going to happen? Yeah. Come on. Let's go. Yes, <laughs> it's the only way I could have got out of that. We, we were driving home from that dinner, and he called and said, "She's in labor." And I went, uh, "Whoa!" whoa. <laughs> she knew, man. What? Uh, what was it like after? I mean, the Koreans have their their typical ways of mm. of post care. But what? I mean, in terms, like you said earlier, you had to get a test or whatever. But was everything all sealed off and? I mean, I think if you had a baby, you probably wouldn't want to be laying in your bed as a as a mom with a mask on the whole time. Or like, do you have to do that, or what no, kind of? No, no. We we got one of the you know the, the sort of separate rooms, the private, the private room, room thing. Was a big one, like a huge yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they obviously they test you like down in the foyer when yeah. you're coming when you were coming into visit. Yeah, yeah. When they came to visit, and then um, and then after that, you're kind of all right. After that, they give you like a pass thing, like a, a literally yeah. a corona pass like around your neck that you show. Yeah. Any, anywhere you want to go in the hospital, you have to show. Yeah. Sure. And apart from that, it wasn't too bad, actually. There was the... I mean, I think there were more restrictions on actually, like you said, the viewing time or the, the like the holding the baby time. The viewing time. Like, it's really weird. It's really weird. There's this window, right? Yeah. I mean, where did you... I mean, yeah, same thing. Just around the corner. Same yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
and there's like a you know window and it's, uh, it's really bizarre you know they just kind of lay the babies in a row and you just go yeah, like, which one is mine like, and then, you're like you're sure that's my one because like they all look the same right that one looks really yeah. weird like, definitely not my one that one over there's really cute that's probably mine yeah, yeah. Switch them over. yeah. just, just I, really I don't weird. I don't know if we ever talked about this on here so maybe we got to clarify a little bit but they what's it called the babies in a box no the na- the neonatal ward or what the the baby ward and whatever it's called they have all the babies in a room and typically the moms all stay in their own hospital rooms and come down at certain times wow, that, probably, that doesn't happen at home eh? no for feeding Look, what do they do at home they just give you like my you brother. take the baby in your room the ba- like my yeah brother, baby right? stays with the mom yeah the baby just stays in your room and then you go but home how do, but you how go does home the, after two days yeah. how does the mom yeah. play candy crush and feed the baby <laughs> at the same time <laughs> <laughs> like my brother lives in denmark right he, he, he just had a kid a couple well a couple of years ago but they went home the same the same day yeah like the, the the mom gave birth in the morning and then they just went home in the afternoon. My sister's so last two have been. My <laughs> sister stayed for two days or three days. My sister's last two have been drive throughs. Yeah. I mean, that's her fourth and fifth kid, so it's a little bit probably easier. In the drive thru. She caught it in a, in a McDonald's bag. She, no, but she phones and says, okay, I'm, I'm ready. And she goes into the. Uh, she has a private clinic or whatever, drives in. Baby comes out, they go home. Nice. Yeah. And they celebrate. Like, I remember the one time I called her fourth kid, I think, and they were having ribs and potatoes, and she was, <laughs> she was cooking and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> like five hours. That, that was like easier than a concussion or something. Like, what happened? Well, my baby back, baby But back. I think it was kind of like the sooner you get back into yeah. daily things, you don't sit there with the postpartum blues and, and sitting around but you know, waiting and feeling I sorry. think after the first kid, I was anti staying in the hospital. Mm. Number one, because the price of it was. Yeah. Like, come on! Here, how Mahal? much is how much is seaweed? <laughs> how much does seaweed cost? <laughs> but you know what? After the first one, they showed. I mean, the the massages and the uh, in showing you how to breastfeed and and whatever that helped a lot in the first one. Second one, completely unnecessary. Yeah. We we just skipped the whole first part, and that's one of the decisions I've had to live with. Is my mom and sister were here, and I said, you know, my sister's a nurse; she's helped deliver babies. Mm. My mom's had five; she's got ten sisters. We've been around babies our whole life. I mean, this this shouldn't be something new. Mm. Um, so we came right home the day after, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and then we never ended up in the in the Jody one. Yeah. But uh, no, we didn't do the post. You know, the whole like some people stay in a like a postpartum for a like week, rehabilitation center for like three. two weeks or three weeks. <laughs> rehabilitation <laughs> center, like, oh, it is. I, yeah, can I, can I do that? I was like. <laughs> Come on, let's let's let's, let's compromise, right? We're gonna get somebody because we ended up getting someone to come right. to Beautiful. the house, uh, like some Angela, the kid, nanny, yeah, yeah the nanny. We just like, can we compromise? Like, we can get someone to come and help us, yeah. but yeah, like, what am I gonna do for three weeks with our son? He's two years old. I'm not gonna take. Sorry, but, but this is this is the point over three weeks. This is the same. This is the thing, though. The the wives and the mother in laws and the doctors and everyone. You know, preach this. Stay in the aftercare center. The aftercare center. Get your butt. It's important to get your butt. But none of them stay there on the second one because it's not. What do you do with the other kid? If you yeah, can't send them saying. to the, yeah, if you can't send them to grandma and grandpa's, I mean, what do you do? Someone's got to take care yeah, of them, yeah, so, so you just call the nanny. Yeah, but the nanny is like a fraction of the cost of yeah. the five star seaweed hotel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I'm still getting shit for that though. I'm so close. Me too. To say shit. Fuck yeah. Don't worry. I'm still getting shit for that, right? Like, um, and you will. Why didn't you let me go to? The, you know, yeah. 
Oh, my back hurts. My back hurts today. Hey! Remember seven years ago? I'm so tired. You know, I didn't have any time to rest. Yeah, but your wife just gave birth. Imagine getting it five, six years later. Yeah. Oh, I feel tired today. You didn't let me go to the Jody Didn't that wear off already? Oh, man. So what are what are some of the challenges coming home with the son and, uh, you know, just a family of four? Yeah, it's just chaos though, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's just absolutely mad. I mean, it's like morning and nighttime is just insane. Right? As you know, as you know, like during the day, he's out at the, at the nursery and stuff, so yeah. it's okay. But when it's them together, it's like just there's this... You know, just waves of insanity. Like, just, <laughs> just one of them t- like shits on the floor, and then the other one like pukes on the bed, and the other one's like, it's like, and then uh, they do it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> one of them's like, like the other day, like my son, my son, he's called Rowan. He just he's obsessed with flushing stuff down the toilet. <laughs> oh, so he's like every day he flushes something new down the toilet. Yeah. So like yesterday, he put his oh, wife's phone in the like. Oh, like, oh no. You know what I mean? Like he blocked the toilet up the other day. Yeah. Like it, did, it was blocked for like twenty four hours because he like he put his underwear in there. He's got his, like, toilet, everything. Like, I got home and it was like totally blocked. <laughs> and it is that. And then she, you know, baby screaming. And then it's, you want to flush up? You... Take that shit out of the corner. <laughs> exactly. Why is that on the floor, not in there? Like, hey, neighbor, can I take a, Can I take a shit? I just got home from work. Can I get to work? Yeah. We only got one bathroom. You know, come on. Uh, it's, it's just chaos. Yeah. So it's it's, it's good, uh, but. It's yeah, I don't know. You, uh, you take a step back, right? And it's but it is, and now we can laugh so much because my God, you remember, we you remember. Yeah. we had some crazy times. But yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. There's so many trying times, but I think the the way to get through it is just realize like it's only a phase. Phase, yeah. It'll it'll. I Mia, the daughter there, dude. She Peter pants. I swear to God. Mm. Like fifteen times in eight minutes. Like, like just put a new pair of pants. Like, where does this keep coming from? Sorry, peed my pants. Like, you couldn't possibly do that again. Did it again? Like, oh, you gotta be kidding me! Yeah. And you got shit. I mean, you still got a regular life of yeah of, of classes and prep and, and and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that sucks up a lot that, of your focus and yeah. time. That's one that I go on too. It's just a phase. And but the crazy part is the phases never end. And whether yeah. it's going to be smoking dope or getting a tattoo or what, the phases just keep changing. Yeah. And, and they're, they seem like they're hell right now. Yeah. But as they get older, they get more complex and you actually, they become humans and you have to actually talk to them and, and try to agree and disagree. And wow, they're just a gong show at the beginning. Any, anytime you, can't, I... you can't negotiate. You can't reason. Yeah. You know, now it's everything. Why? 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 <laughs> yeah. My dad's was because I said so. <laughs> but yeah, you got to learn to reason I with real, them. Realize that they don't. They took me a while to figure out that you know my son. He, do, he doesn't know that he's doing like what he's doing. Right. Yeah. He doesn't even know he's doing it. He's doing stupid shit. But he doesn't even <laughs> yeah. realize. He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. There's no motivating factors for right. him. He's just very it. reactive. Yeah. Like so, I can't get angry about something because he's not doing it. You know, it's not like something I can shout at him and, and discipline him for because he just doesn't realize what he's doing yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so it's well until my, he stands in there with a shit floating on the floor <laughs> <laughs> you say what are you doing what are you doing that for he just looks at you like oh, funny. well dad I knew he, he looked at I, I knew you were at work all day and uh, we're super tired so I thought I'd flush so, all this so shit down it's so cool to watch all, all those things going around and around in a circle and then they disappear it's like magic <laughs> Gino, Gino always says, or if I can, my dad, if I always, if I complain about my kids, like, oh, 
they did this, they did that. He goes, yeah. He goes, little kids, little problems. Big kids, big problems. He goes, I got a whole book of stories about you when you were, when you were a teenager. I wasn't even the bad one. Oh, man. That's what dad said the other day. He's like, hey, you only got 15 more years, buddy. <laughs> like the problem's just going to get worse. Yeah. I see. So. You know, I mean, sometimes too, if you change the perspective of, you know, on your on your situation, realize you got your whole family together. Maybe that's a good way to get through it too. Because yeah. as mentioned earlier, some of the moms that I teach, their kids are moving to uni. Uh, they're going to different countries. They're leaving. Now they, oh, I can't cook three meals a day. I'm like, well, you complained about that for the past five years that you got to do all that. Now you're free. You can do whatever. Oh, but I'm lonely and this. So I guess that's that is but kind of just, a silver it's lining like that in, in all that stage chaos. at the beginning. Yeah, right? it's like, insane. It, it's probably like six months until everything's kind of little bit settled and then it gets a little bit normal but that typhoon that hits but, you at the beginning is... yeah but then you know like you said it just changes and then they're going to start fighting each other you know when <laughs> oh, but she's but a little they're... bit older then it can actually she can you know they can mess around together it's going to be like but they're yeah. cuter and they're more like i think the last yeah from from two to five or six where we're at now is kind of like been i think that's I mean, a not, survival not... that's a survival thing if kids weren't so cute dude i'd yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree. I agree. Dude. Not, not easy. You know, like, there must be a reason why people have them. Right? <laughs> yeah. and, don't, and don't get rid of them so easily. Because right? they look at them like, oh, you're really cute. Yeah. Like, That's um, it. That, that must be the reason. Yeah. I love when every person you see in public says they're cute. And I'm like, why don't you come over for breakfast in the morning? <laughs> and, and okay, you want to babysit them? I'll leave them with you for a couple of days. <laughs> That's always my, my go to. Oh, they're so cute. You want them? <laughs> Take them. Yeah, you're going to have them all weekend. Oh, it's wonderful. But anyways, congratulations, Thank man, you. on uh, yeah. on number two. Thanks. I'm sure the in-laws are pushing for number three uh, already. No, I think. Already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they're going to be sorely disappointed. That's what it, uh, <laughs> that's what it seemed like. It's yeah. like the never-ending, the never-ending please. First time I met mine was on, uh, mm. was on uh, Lunar New Year's. We're bowing and like... We want you guys to get married right away. Okay. And, and did it. We got married soon after. Okay. Now, first kid, second kid. <laughs> I'm waiting, like, dude, are they, you guys going to ask for number three? Like, well, if the family grew a little more, you know, we lost a couple this year. <laughs> but, yeah. What, uh, what is it rest. typically like in the UK in terms of families? Is it one, two kids? Is that standard? Yeah, or? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'd say two kids, probably. Yeah, two kids is, is the norm, I think. And it's definitely a lot less. Like, I was thinking about what you were just saying there, Brian, about yeah, yeah. having the the family kind of getting involved Influence. in your life decisions and stuff. Is definitely there's like none of that stuff, right? Hmm. You know, my mom. I remember when I was growing up, my mom just always said to me, you know, it's like it's up to you. It's none of my business. You know, if you have kids or you get married or back home. Like yeah, 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 yeah. My mom always just says to me, it's none of my God. business, right? You know. Mm. And here, and I, you know, got married here and stuff, and met my wife. It was just like. The walls are closing in in terms of like the family, you know, parents, uh, sisters in laws, and everything, you know. When you, married, you know. when you get married, when you have kids, and all this kind of stuff, you know, like you were mm. saying just now. Yeah. And uh, it took me a while to get to adjust to it. Now I feel like it's quite nice to have people that are actually interested. Yeah. Like, my mom's not interested. She, she, loves, <laughs> she loves my wife. You know, sure. She can't really well with my Just wife. Just had a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the news? Good job. That kind of like, yeah. hands on. Like, Dude. I got snipped four, well, how old was it? Yeah, four years ago, probably, three years ago, yeah. a couple of years after my last kid, probably. And my mother in law still tells us to have more kids. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I can't. It's not even possible. I can't do that. You ever seen the movie Speed? Well, <laughs> I, I, I you got to jump the bridge. I think you can change that back. 
And I was like, what? You can do that. So even even that, like, and she was like, what the hell did you do that for? Why would you do that? That was stupid. Like, you can't even have an accident anymore. What are you doing? It was to stop your asking. It didn't work. So it, yeah, there's different different degrees of of the in-laws uh, influence, but she's it, gonna, it doesn't seem to stop. She's going to start stinging you in the nutsack with the bees, man. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> this, guy is, this, guy a, this guy had a sore knee. The mother-in-law, the mother-in-law was throwing bees like darts at him, man. Right? She kept poking me with that bee to get like one of the traditional okay, reactions or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and my knee ended up twice the size of it, and I ended up at the hospital. <laughs> I was like... She's like, oh, it looks like you're limping. I said, yeah, like well, work. I got a sore leg. I'll fix it. She went outside, caught three bees, started poking my leg. And she's like, does it feel good? I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I don't care. I'm not a traditional reaction? Until the day oh, later. fucking yeah. bee stung me in the knee. <laughs> that was the thing. The doctor goes, what happened? And I was like... My mother-in-law was trying to fix my knee with bee stings. Like, oh, jeez. Not this again. <laughs> the third guy today. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Man, amazing. I mean, I, yeah. love, I love my in-laws, and I think in some ways that they're probably a million times more entertaining and interesting than ones at home would be. Mm-hmm. Just because the culture differences and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's always comical and enter- there's always something yeah, funny. Yeah. And-, and when we go and visit them, it's just like the chaos just <laughs> ramps up. Yeah. Like, because yeah. like, then, you know, the cousins all have to come and all this stuff and yeah. it's just like a house just is completely chaos. Yeah. And like you say, it's like, nice. s- like yeah. sister-in-laws or yeah. or people that aren't, or not even like the sister-in-law's husband who's yeah. not even part of the family no. is now all of a sudden yeah. a main player in my life yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like here at, at home the family's close but it's kind of always scattered like I, I feel do, like and they, yeah you can do your own thing right? I mean you don't have to I mean I feel like it, there is a level of interference here even though it's well meaning you know it's kind of like uh, you know just kind of sometimes <laughs> just let me get on with my own then, shit, then you know speak, I mean? but, speaking to that was it kind of a, a, a sigh of relief coming down here Away from them, or uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, to, to some extent, yeah, to some extent, it was, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it it was good when we had the first kid. I mean, we were there, and then they were there, sort of helping out with him. So that mm. was nice. But on the other Don't hand, need yeah, you anymore. Uh, but we were living like five minutes away, you know. Right. And it's, sometimes it's just like, oh man, oh can we go? Can we go to my? You know, my wife's like, can we go to my parents' house today for dinner? Like, but we went there yesterday for dinner. And <laughs> last weekend for dinner we went you know it's like can we just go somewhere else yeah instead my parents you know? are my buddy's place so yeah, let's go to my parents know, place so, yeah. anyway but no it, it is good to they, they're nice people and stuff so. and the outlook now moving back with a second kid is yeah they're gonna be able to help out a lot yeah a little bit more I mean we're moving to Anyang I don't know if you know it. yeah it's like a suburb of yeah, so it's a big union, isn't it? Junior. I think so. Yeah, Anya. I don't yeah. know anything about it. To be honest, the only reason we're moving there is because the house prices everywhere else in Seoul are <laughs> so like ridiculous. We couldn't find anywhere else to live um, that was anywhere near where I'm going to be working. Um, it was reasonable. That was actually like an alright place to live, and it wasn't you know like a. I don't know, like crazy expensive. So how far away is that from the? In-laws? It's like an hour from them. Well, that's probably the, the so beautiful, probably the compromise, a good, right? A good, a good amount. You actually Not have to make a plan to actually. Yeah. Say. Exactly right, yeah. No Tuesday Bungay dinners. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Exactly. The uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to ask. You're oh, housing, be oh, no, sorry, in your housing, housing, housing crisis. <laughs> Are you, were you buying or looking at Jonsei? No, or? no, Jonsei. Yeah. And what is what is a Jonsei well, like? like up last, here? We moved down here in two thousand and was it two thousand twenty, and then. 
the Jonse we had was just outside Seoul. It was like it was quite a lot. I think it was like two hundred and fifty million or something. For like how that. big? Of a place. Like a three bedroom yeah. apartment. In like in one of those villa places, you know, like a villa, yeah. Yeah, not, yeah. not like an apartment building. Yeah. And that like that's doubled in two years. Like now you oh, have to pay four hundred and fifty million. Yeah. For the same place. In two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we we wanted to sort of go back to where we were before because like we know the area. And yeah, stuff, yeah. Right. But we just couldn't afford it. It's like no way. No. Uh, but even four hundred and fifty grand, I mean Yeah. Most people don't have that. No, well we we definitely don't. We have each been working at Ulsan Uni, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> 450 grand. That's something the single guys will never understand. No. Like, you're living in the company housing, no. but like, now I'm moving, I need 450 grand. No. Why? So, how would you have to take a loan for that? Like, what do you, yeah, how do you yeah, get it? Yeah, yeah. So it's taken. It's like taking a mortgage for a place that you don't even own. Well, we didn't go. We, we didn't go, end up going there in the end. We found somewhere cheaper, like mm. this place. Ah, oh, okay, okay. Anyang. Like we wanted to go back there. Ah, we just couldn't okay. can stretch to that. But much. that's. I mean, a lot of the. You're on expat dads. Yeah. In Korea, there, yeah. and that was the that was the story a couple of years ago. I remember reading like, oh, me and my family have been comfortable here for four years, mm. and now I need three hundred grand to yeah. stay in my house. Yeah. Yeah, these guys, yeah, the guys that get to up the rent because the cost of living has gone up or whatever, and they say, "Well, the landlord just puts it up." Every, yeah. yeah, but there's no, uh, but uh, yeah, no. I there guess if be you're protection making on the renters for something, I think there is mm. now. They can only raise it five percent. That's how it was in Canada. Too, yeah. yeah, they, what, they used to be able to just put it up as much as they wanted. Like a couple of years ago, they could just be like, you know, going from two fifty to four fifty in like the next day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. You know? That's going to happen to people next to us yeah. that live next to us. What happened to them? The landlord was like, right, you got to pay, you know, 100 million, 150 million, one more, like starting tomorrow. See ya, or see you later. And, and where like, did he come up with 150 well, grand it, on the spot? I mean, wasn't, what was the brewery? Was that, that wasn't Galmegi, was it? What? Wasn't there, there was one of the breweries, I remember reading about it online. I might have even been Jeju, I don't know. But the their rent was 3 million, and the guy came and said, like, oh, your contract's up. It's six. He's like, yeah. What, what do you mean? He's like, well, what the hell happened? He goes, yeah. yeah, well, I see your business is doing well, so pay or hit the road. Cool. Yeah, dude. Imagine what, that. Uh, what about back home? What would you... You'd have a, a detached single house at home? like a, Or yeah, like what's you, the housing market like there? In Canada, it's crazy. Yeah, I can never understand it here. Like, it's In, in London, everything's ex- obviously expensive, sure. right? Mm. And then there are some other cities in the UK where everything's expensive. But there are some places where you can get you know, a decent house for like not very much money, right? Hmm. Not really, anyway. Um, but here, I don't understand because all Santa seems to be really expensive as well. Mm-hmm. And like other places seem to be expensive. It's not just it's everywhere, right? No, it's everywhere. It's like, I don't know if there are any cheap <laughs> cities in Korea. I mean, I don't, you, maybe somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I literally, I think everywhere is the same. Like the, you it, know, yeah, but but that's why I don't it get. depends but, on but that being said. I mean, Seoul to Ulsan is only 400 kilometers, so yeah, I mean, it's different in Canada. I mean, the difference between these, some of these places is 800, 1,000 kilometers. Mm-hmm. So the the major centers are, are major centers, but even a place like Edmonton is much cheaper than is it? Mm-hmm. than in Vancouver or Toronto because it's it's yeah. way out of the way still. So yeah. there's some seems like there's some more logic or sense to, to the pricing. But isn't there cheap places? They're not cheap places. Like if you're not going to buy a new apartment, yeah. isn't there isn't there affordable housing kind of I mean, everywhere I, here? I think, I think there probably is, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like we we just, you know, it's kind of like you you got 
a kid, you've got two, you know, two kids, and mm. you, you kind of just want someone that's, like, reasonable, you know? Yeah. Like, not someone that's a shithole. Yeah. Someone that is not, like, an hour and a half from work, you know? And not, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, Absolutely. It, to find all those things together, you have to... Yeah. But, like, London, I mean, or probably similar in London to Toronto, I mean, the people... In, because they can't afford the house, they commute an hour and a half yeah, in the morning, two same, hours, because that's where the affordable housing London, is. Yeah, yeah. So it's either live in the city and have no money yeah. or live a little bit up, well, a little yeah. bit outside and commute an hour and a half yeah. every day yeah. because there's there's not really any other options. Yeah, same, same so, soul, yeah. And I think soul is, soul is similar. Once you start mm. getting further out mm. uh, in, in the outskirts of Gyeonggi-do there, maybe you can What was the outcome of that protests against the housing prices? Here? Yeah. There was a big protest in Seoul, right? I mean, th- I think there is all the time. The housing prices are absolutely bonkers here. Like he says, double in two years. Yeah. yeah it's Nobody's salary's even gone up 2%. No. How can you have double the housing in two years? It's insane, though. Well, the, yeah, the, the, like you said, the University of Ulsan, that salary's been the same since I came. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the weirdest thing, you know, and the system seems like, okay, I don't know if I, I don't understand the, the housing system here very well, right? I don't own property or anything like that, but it seems if you want to buy an apartment, like a new apartment, it's like a lottery thing, right? Yeah. You, you it depends on lots hat, of factors. Right? And then if, if you have a certain amount of points, you get a house, but you can't even choose which one. So you might get like a oh. first floor thing with a view of like a rubbish dump. <laughs> <laughs> or you might get like the 15th floor one with a view of the lake on the other side. Or yeah. something. Like, and, and, no uh, and the outside terrace. Right. And, uh, and you, then they cost the same and you pay the same amount of money and you don't know which one you're going to get. Yeah. But the crazy part of all like, those are... And it costs a million dollars. A lot of people... Like, what the hell? A lot of people doing those are, are not buying them to live in. That's true. Mm. It's Which is the whole problem with the yeah. housing market here that, I mean, we still put in. And you have this housing bank account. You guys got it? Yeah. And if you keep this money in this special housing account for first-time home buyers or whatever, like we got them for the kids. We got home accounts for the kids. And you just play the game. Mm. You play the game, play the game. And if you if you already have a house and you make a certain amount of income and you whatever, then your chance is like divided by mm. 20. Um, but you still go in because if you hit it, you hit it. And if you get the premium, what are the premium floors? What, a four to what? Four to the second last from the top, <laughs> yeah. but if you're on the top or the yeah, bottom, yeah, yeah. the price is lower. What's with the top? Slightly, but uh, the top is cold. Cold. Uh, in the, in the bottom has bugs. Yeah, <laughs> but great if you have kids. <laughs> great, right? Like, what a choice. Yeah. Freeze your ass off. Well, you know, get everything. <laughs> no, but a lot of dude. I think for for a house that was built in 1970, the top floor might be yeah. cold, or the first floor might have lots yeah. of bugs. But well, now they're turning them into penthouses, and now they're the most expensive ones in the yeah. new apartments. So. That oh, there's some really cool ones, man, with the with the lofts. They yeah. Have, mm-hmm. but, yeah, you get four million dollars for uh, exactly. <laughs> for a house. <laughs> so maybe we can back up a little bit. What what uh, spurred you on to taking the job down here and moving down from from the big city down here to the farm? Uh, well. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's, you know, it's just, I want to, I did my MA on my master's and I wanted to uh, to use it, I guess. And I want to, yeah, I did, I have, I mean, I did some uni work in other places in, in the UK and stuff before as well. And I kind of just want to carry that on and uh, start working, yeah, in universities as opposed to you know, teaching kids. 
I don't really sit teaching kids. I mean, it's <laughs> it okay. changes when you have your own, right? Yeah, and, and and it's okay for a bit, you know, and it's okay for doing it a few for a few hours a week. Mm. But if you're doing it full time, I think it's really just it's draining, fun. mentally draining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not that kind of person. I mean, you have to. I think you have to maybe be a certain kind of person to want to do that. I don't know. So yeah, so move to uni. Uni. Uh, Would the goal have been a uni in Seoul if you could? No, not necessarily. Anyway. I, I I don't have the like thing about Seoul being amazing or being the place to be or anything like that. I mean, cause no, no. But I find, parents, but yeah, but I find the jobs are much more competitive there. So usually the opportunities open in in the satellite cities or the more, outskirts. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't really that. I, I would have been happy to stay here. If, yeah. If, I guess I didn't really do the, 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 the calculations very well, the financial calculations before we came. <laughs> I was like, that money should be fine. We'll be able to survive on that. And then when it actually came down to it, it was... Uh, Seven bucks for a kimbap. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was a bit tough. So um, it was a bit like, there's really nothing. Um, yeah. And like, you know, Koreans have got the, Korean people have got the thing about, you know, Seoul being the kind of... Mecca. mecca right? yeah. You've got to be inside for things, you know. But I, I obviously don't have that concept so i'm not from london and you know in the uk you know um provincial plenty of nice provincial like provincial cities in the uk and i think here as well i've got no you know no qualms like i think one of our things like is wondering how guys in seoul can make it on the same salaries the salaries aren't you know as much as the cost of living is higher there it's not reflective in the salaries the guys get no and i mean i'm like at least for me the salary is smaller but I can also live a lot cheaper here than I can in Seoul. Yeah, mm. that's true. So then I wonder, like, how the hell can guys make it in Seoul on those salaries? Yeah. Um, yeah, you just... Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be another experiment. We're back down here in a year. It's like, oh, we should have stayed here. Let's come back again, you know? What was your What was your experience teaching in uh, in uni? Was it... That was your first Korean uni? Here. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you had some... Um, some idea of what, of what it was going yeah, to be. Did- I mean, I taught. I mean, I taught adults, adults quite you know for mm. a long, long time since like I, I came in, first came to Korea in two thousand eleven. So mm. I've been teaching adults. Yeah. Since then, actually, yeah. You're right. And, and uni age kids. So, yeah. Your your conception of uni or like being knew, being in the system like my, did, did yeah, the reality match no, your expectation? It, didn't, it, didn't. <laughs> no, it really didn't. It didn't match my my preconception at all. That was yeah slightly disappointing, although yeah. not surprising. Yeah. When I think of it, yeah. Um, reflecting, what yeah, are, reflecting what were some of the like, biggest some of the biggest misconceptions? Uh, I guess I thought that it would be, as you said, less less of a hagwon on steroids type thing, you know. Um, like I I thought I had the, the, this you know kind of idea that I would be teaching, I don't know, like graduate students, you know, like technical English or academic English or you know this kind of stuff. But it ended up being. Teaching Jim's the same hat stuff. is blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Past yeah. simple, like yeah. whatever, present perfect, and uh, but like you do a whole chapter in one day, in one hour, right, of the mm. book. Like you know, I mean, it just it was not quite wise. So but it's envisaged and who are these kids? Like, what are they Every actually major. learning? Oh, so yeah. this is what I was going to say. Like, yeah. that's probably the best place I've worked. So that might be even. Scarier. It's not a bad place to work. Don't get me wrong. It's just not why I sort of thought it would be. Right. Mm. That's probably my fault. For no, but, finding out. But <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not blaming. I'm saying to them, they're like, oh, you know. But I mean, in terms of admin and stuff, and although it can seem unorganized at times, mm. it's a hundred more organized, hundred percent more organized than anywhere else I've worked. Mm. And I, I think Dr. Jim did all the legwork there before he left. Yeah. So before it was only some majors had to take one English course. Before to graduate, mm-hmm. 
And he had gotten that change and fought for English saying, listen, it's a global society. It's a global world. It's crazy that everybody doesn't have to take a minimum of two courses. So he had negotiated with with the, the president and stuff, and he, he got it so that every single student has to take two English credits mm. in their freshman year. So now it's every single student in the university, which if you have these majors, it can be really interesting and fun. These majors can be somewhat frustrating. Um, but, I mean, he, he made a push, and I was just going to say, like, English at other universities, some can be the bottom of the barrel. Like, it's an afterthought. It's not even part of... Like, you know, well, it's especially the vocational schools like Chune. That's where, what I mean. Like, it's where not people even, are going to study nursing or like, and English, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, and they're, they're forced to take it. It's, it, yeah. they got zero interest. Like, I think a lot of our students having to do two semesters of it, like you can't just go in there and just do nothing. I mean, although some kids do, but <laughs> in general, and the first semester course builds on the second or the yeah. second. Semester. So it's not just go take the credit. Like when we were at Chune there, some kids don't even come and just, okay, I'll take my C in here because I'm doing this. I'm a physiotherapist. I don't really care about this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I just thought my other experiences are that sometimes English can be just the bottom of the barrel. Right. The department has no respect. The professors, the Koreans, foreigners, anybody, just nobody cares. But there, I mean, I, th- I think it has it holds a little bit more weight and everybody has to take it. Everybody's involved. And... Uh, for for me, it's much more organized, mm. and uh, and I think you get treated. Although we haven't been in class, mm. um, I think you get treated, or you have a better, no, I mean, no, more respect there than you do at all the other places I've worked. No, my overall you know, impression is really positive. Yeah. you know, I recommend it to to, to people for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, <clears throat> by the sounds of it too, your your secretaries and stuff are on the ball. Pretty much. Just, that, that makes life so much easier, man. They're pretty so good. on the ball. Good. So yeah. on the ball. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, mm. oh, one of my biggest gripes about <clears throat> past past places is mm. people not knowing what the hell they're doing or Yeah, and I think the the overall the admin and stuff's pretty good. Yeah. Dead. What what are you moving on to? I'm gonna be making the te- uh TEPS. So there's an English test, T P S TEPS. Mm. Test of English proficiency. Sucker. Something. <laughs> Something. I don't know what actually what is that. Uh, that is a, like a, yeah, skill. Yeah. Probably skills. <laughs> probably. Let's say let's you know. That wasn't a test. Now write it. <laughs> that wasn't a question of the interview. Test, yeah. <laughs> uh, skills. Yeah, probably it. But um, that's a Korean English proficiency test. Only in Korea. Only in Korea as far as I know. Yeah. And um, it's made by Seoul National University. So there's actually a sort of building on the campus where they like make the test, and actually people go to take the test there. There's like test rooms and things. Mm. So good uh, side business. Yeah, yeah. I think so, so who accepts it? Only companies that have sole national guys as presidents? Or? No, no, no. Yeah. I think it's mostly like the big companies in Korea accept it, and then other over, universities in Korea as well. Over TOEIC, IELTS, whatever else. I think as well as those things too. Same, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of an equivalent test to like IELTS or TOEIC or TOEIC, but. Um, so I'll be making the test, essentially. Test items. Can you do them in real English? Some of the... I mean, I think the, the funniest examples are the, the Sunu. My uh, wife brought it home this year. It's sitting at home on the table. It's and insane. And I just shake my head every day at it. <laughs> it's absolutely bunk. The Sunu, the... The, S- the SAT is to get in. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's insane. I remember reading that question. Like, have I been here too long? I, I don't even know... 
I cannot understand what this means. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pick definitively one of the one of the answers. Uh-huh. And and I it took me six minutes to read the question. These kids are expected <laughs> in a second language to do it in thirty seconds and yeah. and choose their and choose their correct answer. It's wild. Yeah. What I mean, you're also an IELTS examiner, right? Yeah. So a little bit of knowledge in the field of this English testing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Where, where do you think? Like, how do they see a market for like that? It, it seems like a decent sized endeavor to start a whole new English test mm. when you already have internationally recognized ones. Where where do they think that TEPS is required? How does that fit in domestically, man? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's but, the but they thing. already. Are you going to cancel out? That's what I said. Like, are you going to cancel out all the other ones? Or if you graduate from Seoul National and you end up becoming the president of SK, do you implement? Well, my buddy called me. And like, like, how do you? Yeah, there's already a whole industry built around it, right? There's so many people but, but who make. I mean. Where do you come in with a new books? Test? Or, like, well, it's been around for a while. It's been around, yeah. Huh. I think since the eighties, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you get hag ones and stuff, and mm. just teach that, and you know. So it's just another kind of um, another test. Where maybe. would you rank it compared to? TOEFL uh, the bottom. Well, is it like more <laughs> difficult is it like really easy uh, start next week so I can get to the top <laughs> yeah I don't know from what I've seen of it it's it's like it's a di- the IELTS is no in terms of difficulty I, mean, I would yeah. say IELTS is probably more difficult Ooh, right. uh, because there is more variety I think of different kinds of questions and things that you have to do mm. TEPS is very much multiple choice it's just like you know ABCD 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 right um, which I don't know if you know. I think I think more variety is better for, for you yeah. know seeing what people's capabilities are. Right? I mean, can you do this? But yeah, we can do that quite well, but not this mm. bit, right? So I think it's maybe a little bit more limited. Maybe a stupid question. So, Does it have like the speaking? Essay yeah, yeah. Part? There's no speaking part as far as I know. So it's just it's okay. just like paper based. Yeah, yeah. Do you just have like a, the same test they take their whole life growing up? Yeah, kind of things. Just like, that's why, guys, yeah. don't study hard for that one. This one's just <laughs> like what you finished doing your whole six years here. Do you have to be like super secretive? I heard. Yeah, I have to sign like a thing saying. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That's wild. I know the. Well, uh, he's the guy writing the questions. I, hope, <laughs> I shouldn't I hope even be doing this. I hope I, hope, I shouldn't <laughs> even be doing this podcast right now. I hope he's <laughs> not sending him out. He's like out the door. No, yeah. <laughs> Nate Mandigo's Teps Academy, yeah. <laughs> number one in the country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, this guy's got a perfect score. No, they made, they, they made me sign that kind of, like, uh, what you call it? Non-disclosure. Yeah. Again, hearing about the Sunung over the years, it sounds like there's just a handful of professors who are in a room like, how can we trick the kids this year? Yeah, it's, I think, you know? I think uh, you know, I'm actually, mm. you know, it seems more, uh, not, not that kind of, what's the word? Disingenuous, more, you know. More. It's more just kind of like let's just write some questions and mix them up a bit and put them on a test. You know, it's, it's not like that kind of. You know, yeah. do uh, as far as I know, it sounds like Survey Monkey. You know, you write, you write a question. It's more like you know, as far as I said, it's like a team of people, right? And then you know, he's gonna write a question, she's gonna write a question. And at the end of the day, we just put them together and then we have our test. You know, someone has to check it. Dude, make one See test works, right? where the like every answer is C. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are going through like, oh no. I'm, I'm, I'm failing this wrong. Yeah, I, remember, I remember that in uni. I think before all the algorithms and stuff, where I was like, "Would somebody really make six B's in a row?" Yeah. yeah. The next one's got to be C. Yes, I would. Yeah. I had one test that was a. It was like a, a lottery ticket. Like you scratch it off, and if you get it on the first one, if you get the check on the first one, you get a full point. If it takes you two times, you get a half a point. Ah. It was. It was. Deadly. Huh. That's <laughs> okay. interesting. It was pretty... Uh, well, right. we, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned you're going to work in part of a team there? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's uh, you know, I don't know, 10 people or something doing it. And how much... 
anonymity do you have writing these questions? Uh, probably not very much. I mean, I expect what it will be is uh, there'll be some training, I presume, yeah. at the start. Like, it's all been very kind of like, oh, yeah, just come along on the first day kind of thing. You're going to throw a potato bag on your head, throw it in a van. Yeah, so I just assume, like, otherwise they just sit down and start making the questions. Go on. Here's a topic. Make a question. But now I'm sure there'll be some training and stuff. I don't exactly know how how that'll work. How, I mean, I got no idea, but how often do these guys like IELTS or or TOEFL, how often do the questions change? Like, some of them are, like, just every Every three months or something, right? Yeah. So is that... The whole country is taking the same test at the same time, and then that's, two months later, it's different. Or? Is that no? What, oh. Toic, isn't it? Toic, yeah. That's Toic. Really everybody right. does it the same. It's like once a month or something. Everybody's doing the same one. What a what a scam! It is a scam. You know, the IELTS is a massive scam as well because you've got to do it every two years. You get a score, an IELTS score, mm. and they'll let you go to uni or whatever, and, or study abroad, and then you have to do it again. Like well, that's interesting. Time, right? yeah. Yeah. I forgot English in two years <laughs> <laughs> while writing happen, a thesis right? in English. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I remember realizing that when my wife used to write it once a month or every two months, like, why are you writing it? Oh, I just want to keep my score up. It's good for the teaching uh, to, to tell my students. Like, even you're paying 50 bucks a, a month to well, write this test. It costs like $120 for TOEFL. It's really expensive. 120 Yeah. yeah a really buck for every mark he didn't so like, get. Right? It's, a, it's like a big decision for like kids in India to yeah. take those tests. Sure. Yeah. Like I do in my free time, I do some uh, like online teaching to people in like India and huh. Bangladesh and yeah. stuff like that. IELTS <clears throat> like teaching just on Sundays. They, mm. can, they can just join free online like yeah. a Zoom class. Oh, nice. And Send us a thing after yeah, we'll yeah, post sure. it for you. And then they, they just <clears throat> say the same thing. You know, it's yeah. like they can't decide where to do it. They, you know, they have enough money to take the test. It's really expensive. IELTS is like 200, maybe 200 bucks, 250 bucks to take the test. And they really want to go and study in mm. uh, Australia or wherever it is, right? But they, they can't afford to, to do it. Well, look at the they'll... market. Look at the market they have between India and China. Look yeah. at, oh, man. Oh, that's, man. It's oh, so in, weird. India, test centers are marketed like, do you want to go to Canada? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They say, yeah. It's true. not like, IELTS will be written like in a corner somewhere, but <laughs> the board says go to Canada, yeah, go yeah. to Australia, yeah, something yeah. like that. But then you have to do this really expensive test. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. Get, Like a certain, because it's, you know, you have to get a certain grade. If, yeah. you, if you, most people, right, they take the test. It's like seven, I think 65, 70 percent of people don't get the score they need the first time they take it. So like, if it's two hundred fifty bucks, and you, well, need, yeah. you know what I mean, so it's engineered that way. The test is designed to exclude a certain amount of people. Because I was going to say, when I did my SATs the first time, I think I was sixteen, which is obviously not college age, yeah. but it was fifty bucks, and Dad said. You're, you you can't go and just do this the first time. You have to see what this test looks like first mm. because you'll never have seen anything close to mm. this. So the first one was just go and the score didn't matter. I didn't yeah, study or anything. Yeah, it was just go and yeah. see like these eight syllable words on every yeah. question. I was like, <laughs> but I'm Canadian and I speak English every day, but this has nothing to do with like, yeah. nobody uses these words. So I, I, but I got that experience and then I could take it a bunch more time. It was 50 bucks. Mm. Well, I don't know what it is these days, but um, I guess that price explains why there's so much of the mm. the fake certificates and shit coming yeah, out of there because them, yeah. uh, China, India, wherever. Because I mean, if I'm making fake certificates for eighty bucks, you don't have to take the test for two fifty, yeah. right? Like that's uh, <clears throat> it's wild for me. I'm doing uh, University of the People. <laughs> no, it's a real thing. <laughs> not a scam. <laughs> I, not a scam University at all. University of Life, me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the students that you meet. You know, like classmates and stuff, the the tuition, which is like 
200 bucks a class so you get a, a whole master's for 2500 bucks and in paying that fees like oh i don't know my mark's a little bit low i don't know if i should pay and get mm. the and, and get my full score yeah. and it's weird to see here where like buying 15 book 15 teps or tofu books yeah. hiring a private yeah. teacher going to a hogwan yeah. just to pass the test well, i mean look at the advantage that a lot of the kids <laughs> have on a <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I mean the 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 yeah, perceived no, I guess no, advantage right, yeah, yeah. on a yeah. supposedly standardized test is yeah not so standard so, anymore. And of course, it's designed yeah for yeah. a certain amount of people to fail. Mm. I, I was going to ask, what is there like a, a quota of questions you have to do per month or something? Like uh, I it think seems, so. Yeah, it I seems ten yet. people. Like, mm. do they change the test every week? It just seems like that wouldn't be a full time job. Like something you could do in your spare time. I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. Not very much to get paid. That'll be great. <laughs> but no, I don't think so. I'm sure there'll be, um, it's like an office job, right? Nine to five. So I'm sure they'll find some crap for me. To oh, do. oh, they'll be great at finding stuff yeah, for I'm you sure to do. I just wonder like how many questions or if they put them through a filter after and yeah, there's a, we there's, got 10,000 questions. And I, mean, need... I think there's an editing team as well. So you so right. people write, people edit people. <laughs> the bee stung my knee, ball sack. Who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> as, oh. as an IELTS examiner, mm. you, you just do the speaking yeah, part? I do. Yeah. Any, any funny, crazy, wild stories from there? I mean, yeah, you must like, get some guys who get that look on their face and just go... Dude, how can you keep yourself from laughing? I mean, I know you got to be oh, professional, but some guy answers a total wrong question or something like, like I mean, like you do just start to tune out after a while. Like it becomes like you have a, like a receptive, like some sort of receptive area of your brain where you can listen without listening. Do you know what I mean? You it's can, like when like, you're doing 50 speaking exactly, tests for right? uh, you just zone out and it's just like you, you, you're hearing it and you're kind of like you're scoring it automatically without actually mm. listening to what they say kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So after a while it gets like that. But yeah, I mean, some of the things, some of the answers you get are pretty funny. Like one of the <laughs> questions was like, okay, tell me something. Tell me like you have to speak for two minutes. There's a section in the arts test where you speak. It's like a monologue. Speak mm. for two minutes. So the question was, tell me about something that you've lost recently, right? Oh, no. Two minutes. Like, speak for two minutes about yeah. something that you've lost opportunities recently. are endless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, the woman had one minute to prepare what she's going to do. get one yeah. minute to prepare, so she's preparing away, right? And then, you know, so, okay, so start speaking now. <laughs> Hyman spelled H-Y-M-E. Today I'm going to tell you about something I lost recently. My husband. Like, oh jeez! Oh. She starts crying. Oh, dude! And oh. Then, so it's two minutes of this woman weeping. Oh, we got cancer, and, and oh. you know, like uh, when we worked at the nursing college, that was um, one of my first, one of my first experiences. Sat down, they like, go oh, ready for my first exams. Mm. The mom sat down, and it was just like uh, mm. one of the questions, like why do you speak freely? Why you want to? Why you want to become a nurse and whatnot? She's mm. like, well, my son got diagnosed with cancer when he was sixteen. I was just like. Oh, um, yeah. oh, and you know, and it was there was two people. Oh, yeah, it was like her and another random classmate, and mm. then that kind of threw her off too. Is oh, they're they're tough, man. And I think when they're speaking a second language, they like to open up a little, uh, yeah, a little more than usual. Wild. So yeah, you get some sort of answers like that where you just have to because you but you can't say anything. You can't react. You can't be like, oh, you're right. You know, not really, and unless it's totally mm. out of control. I don't think either of us could do that. No, I mean sit there and not react. That's our specialties. <laughs> it's the re- reactions, but if you someone just have said, to ask the next question. So, um, I asked the, I asked the kid one time so what his favorite color was. <laughs> hey, in ELC, 
This kid's his name was John Cena. <laughs> the most annoying little shit in the world. And I asked him, John Cena, this is your speaking test today. <clears throat> What's your favorite color? Dude looks me dead in the eyes and goes, Pizza. But that's what I think we're so used to informal not so serious testing. Like even at the uni, right? I mean you can that you have a lot more flexibility, whatever. No, no, no. Sorry, Juan, you didn't understand the question. Let me let me rephrase it for you, whatever. But yeah, but if it's a paid right? Like it's so you I mean I'm just so used to joking or cracking a one line yeah. or whatever that well like giving some <laughs> feedback at least to help the kids yeah. along right right well, yeah but you can't do that else you can't even give them a hint or anything like you know try this word or so is that it. hard like to bite your tongue or like do you not really <laughs> but what about the first <laughs> couple great, times you, the first couple times you see <laughs> that you want, like getting paid to not get yeah, you, <laughs> you just almost catch yourself doing like well, sorry can't say anything yeah uh, but no it's alright you just sit there and just say okay at the end give them a score see you later next one comes in some days you have 20 people you know it's like mm. one, one, one after the other it's like you, you can't get too kind of I don't know interested in, yeah, you, you know interested. I like it's the questions are the same like often the same for the you know it's not that exciting you know so tell me about your hometown my hometown is you know Anyang it's you know, like yeah. uh, you're just there to ask the questions right other, you know. sorry after I could how's the housing <laughs> <laughs> how's the job saying you know doing <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cheap place to live. oh really <laughs> <laughs> my dad Next has a real question. estate office <laughs> well I have a perfect score for you sir <laughs> yeah. oh that's funny what what were the qualifications required to be an IELTS examiner is that something there hard are, how did you get into that I think there are any I mean, you need a BA, like, you know, you need a uni degree, and then you just have to, tra- you know. Uh, you just apply, and they say, apply, sir, we're training trainers? Yeah, and- yeah. I mean, it's like they tra- tra- you go along to the training, and, uh, you, you know, you do a training, and then they, they give you a load of, you know, mock, like, test rank and mm. score and stuff. And if you do that, then then you're in kind of thing, you know. Hmm, nice. And is, then, yeah. Is the criteria pretty... I mean, everybody's got their own. Yeah, it's really exact. It's really exacting. Yeah, yeah. So you go they, they try and train you so it's that like you're brain, looking like for a, yeah group sort of brainwashing type thing. thing, right? You know, you go <laughs> yeah basically go go through and you they show you loads of examples and then they, you talk through each one about why that person got this score and this person got this score. Oh, so I know. Did you agree? Did you agree? You know, okay. I know it's like pretty exact because now there are YouTube channels mm. for TOEFL. They say they will tell you like exactly what to follow for what kinds of questions mm. was that his uh, channel <laughs> <laughs> i'm not only the test administrator i'm also the youtube channel you can prepare Except for TOEFL in yeah. like under three to four hours just watch those six videos and uh-huh. follow exactly those instructions mm. yeah and that's the yeah that's <laughs> and like they can't not give you marks on that because it's according to their guidelines but any any system when yeah. the more rules that go in the, the easier it is to game or to yeah, 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 yeah. you know to to get around them or, or make some quick quick way to to mm. do it mm. that's even i mean I'm, like i said i was doing tofu with one of my students and it, it shows you exactly in the book like answer the question yeah exactly set it up like this but then how much of a, a test is it really you know, if yeah, you can yeah. just uh, if you, you can memorize just, it before, <laughs> yeah. No, the uh, I was just going to say you probably could have wrote a book with all the funny answers and stuff that you've heard over the years. Yeah, there's quite a few, and some of the questions are ridiculous as well. I can't quite remember. Like the, every now and again, you come across a question which which shouldn't really be there, and it just throws everybody off. Like most of the questions you ask them, and they can answer it, <laughs> and then there's the one question you ask, and they're just like, 
necessarily want foreigners to sort of say like this thing's bad about your country this thing's bad about your country they don't you know so my wife was really like that until uh, she started watching what's his name the south african Anyways, when she yeah. started watching him and seeing how much he shits on Trump. Trevor Noah. Trevor, Trevor Noah. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. When he starts shitting on Trump and Biden and everybody. Yeah. And then he pulls up a clip of South Africa and laughs at his country. Yeah. He's making fun of America, making fun yeah. of himself. And then she, I think she developed kind of like a new sense of humor mm. or appreciation or something. Because I, I think she, go, that's funny that he can joke about anything. About his own culture, his own country, America. Mm. You know, he's not going to get hung because he made a joke about Trump or whatever. But, mm. and I think part of it is that she's a civil servant, and here you're, it's like illegal to <laughs> to badmouth anybody in the government or anything, uh-huh, uh-huh. which is still kind of so strict here, man. Yeah. Um. But, but I think watching that show regularly has changed her perspective on. You know, maybe I can laugh at Korea, or mm. but I still don't think if we sat there telling jokes about Korea, I don't know. They, I think they get more angry than laugh. <laughs> well, again, it's, I, we talked about it earlier, man. It's in a a comment about Korea is a direct, a general comment about Korea is a direct attack on the wife. Yeah. Yeah. The same way that winning a gold medal yes. is a direct victory for yeah, your wife, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to be careful. Do you got any? You got any sauna stories? Hey, what? Sauna stories? Sauna stories. No, no. I avoid them like the plague, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Might get Terrifying. the plague in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. That's part of the reason. No, it was it was fun. It was it was fun like process. It was like a like a dump, like a brain, you know, what's it called like brain dump. Dump it. So just like writing and just like without thinking, just like all these things are happening, you know. Um and against to you guys, it probably wouldn't be that remarkable, you know what I mean? Because we, we've all experienced similar things. You'd probably read it and think like, oh, well, you know, that happened to me as well. But or, again, like something even crazy happened to me. That's what's that? But it's not. It's not about the remarkable though. Like for me, it's about seeing people that share the same experience and going, oh, you had that too. Awesome. <laughs> because you know, I, I don't think my experiences are unique. Mm. And maybe some of them on the farm, but uh. in terms of like going over for dinners or <laughs> what on the you, farm? <laughs> you, you put in here, I had to suffer through a brutal, painful, traditional yeah, like wedding ritual. Wedding thing. I don't, you married? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not married. Right? Don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, kidding, no. Uh, there's, a, there's a, like a wedding. I don't, did, you, did you do this? Did you yes. Do I had a traditional wedding. Mine but was, did you get the, the. I got the foot whipping. You got the whipping? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got the whipping as well. Uh, <laughs> Nice. Like bamboo, <laughs> bamboo Dude, foot smack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, found another survivor. <laughs> Fellow, <laughs> this is why. This is why I like reading these that. kind of memoirs and stuff because if I've traveled there or been there or lived that, I'm like, yeah, yes, man. This is like finally you, someone you knows. Well? Yeah, wait, listen. I mean, this is <laughs> what is it? I go. Well, it's called Dong Sangye. I don't know if I'm pronouncing Don't it right. Don't Chim's cousin. Don't <laughs> yeah. And they, they shove a stick in your ass and beat your foot with it. <laughs> and they just, um, it's supposed to be, it's like a wedding ritual thing, right? And it's supposed to test, from what I understand, test the, the fortitude of the groom, right? Is mm-hmm. this groom suitable for my, you know, marrying into my family? <laughs> okay. Are they yeah. tough? Like, okay. Let's beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> if he can take it, then he's yeah. in, right? And if he, you know, if he weeps like a little bitch, then, yeah. you know, he's out of there. And then, so what happened to me was like, we came, like a little bit. we came home from our honeymoon. It's supposed to happen before the wedding, right? Oh, okay. It's because test you before the, before you get married to make sure yeah. you're, you it know, married material. But, they didn't do that. We, they waited till we came home from our honeymoon, and we went to the village where my uh, parents-in-law live. 
and they were like, well, waiting for us. You know, there's like a gang of, uh, <laughs> you know, like uncles and aunties all sort of like waiting. Yeah. And they were all looking like really sort of suspicious and like furtive and glancing yeah. and laughing. <laughs> and I don't I, I would none the wiser just kind of like, we just came off of like a long flight and stuff. You know, we literally just arrived. Yeah. Jet lagged to shit, you know, just like, ah. Uh, Wife gave on. you no and heads then, up yeah, on this? Or? No, no heads up. We arrived and there's like literally 30 people there. I'm like, oh, we just got back. You know, they're being nice they want to see us after our because we got married in Cyprus we didn't get married in Korea yeah. we hadn't seen anybody since then so they wanted to be nice and you know greet us as we come, came home but we just didn't want anything to do with it we just want to like, have a rest you know we just got off a flight and all the jet lag like come on let's do this tomorrow so they're all there waiting for us and they, got my stick been warming up my stick for two much, days buddy yeah, pretty much but then, then you know we you know they, they got the barbecue fired the barbecue up and everyone's having a nice time and stuff and then you know, suddenly it kind of turned, right? The, the mood kind of changed. You know? One guy just kind of, one of the older guys in the village, Suji, Suji's my wife, one of her uncles kind of just got this glint in his eye, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the time has come. Yeah. And like, uh, and actually my brother-in-law was there and he'd recently married Suji's sister. So, and he hadn't been through this. He had or hadn't? No, he hadn't yet. Mm-hmm. This is so just like this is just safe for the six foot yeah, five yeah, yeah, yeah. border <laughs> no, They got him as well. It was like two. Oh, oh that was one plus one. Oh, nice. Let's get them both. So well, he, he was must, first. He, he must like have been shitless. They pants. grabbed him. They grabbed. He was sitting down, just having some food. And they just two of the like uncles, whatever, just went over and grabbed him, picked him up under his yeah. arm. You could just ask me. And he didn't know what was going on because he actually never heard of this thing before. Because it's pretty like because it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. just made it all up. Yeah. yeah, and they they took him to the, there's like a bout like a sort of um, what do you call it veranda about yeah. thing yeah. with like some railings. And they took him, they tied him upside down with his Ooh. feet in the air, right? Tied him to the railings. Yeah. And they started whacking him on the feet. And they're like sticks. So the sticks and they start hitting on the bottom of the soles of the feet. Took his shoes off. Hold on, my first thought was they didn't tie you upside down. They did after they, they did him first. I was watching it all like, oh, this is, this is charming, like Korean cultural rustic <laughs> tradition. What's this? I didn't know what it was going on. I was going on. I think they were just messing around with him or something, right? I didn't know it was going to be me. Next, I didn't know it was anything to do with the wedding. Like you know, at that time my Korean wasn't good. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. My wife was like, oh, she didn't know. This guy must have cheated on his wife. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I thought he was doing something terrible. This guy's doomed. And then they couldn't find. There was one woman like one of the aunties she couldn't find anything to hit him with so she picked up a soda bottle nice like an empty soda oh brutal and she, everyone was wasted at this time they were all <laughs> went over to his feet and smashed him and the bottle broke on his feet yeah. <laughs> I was like what the fuck is going on now walk on it <laughs> laughing, like, like, like crazy like hey you know, I'm like what is this and then what and was then, the guy's reaction I mean he was, was he just like, no, he was in like pain man. his face was like rah, writhing upside down like, red face yeah it's green it okay green. <laughs> yeah but then they untied him and he was just like <laughs> <laughs> two more soldiers yeah and then and then it was uh, me and like I didn't, I didn't I thought it was over now I said it's over you know like we can all sit down and have a nice and there was me my turn <laughs> you get a dart in the neck and then they grabbed me and the same thing happened they turned me up they got but me I mean a couple of things like yeah. one I, I, I'm, I'm from a pretty other than their daughter married a foreigner pretty traditional family mm-hmm. I think dad's the first son or whatever but I think I can I can probably resist or whatever as much stuff as I want you're, you're doing it to be mm. polite to the family mm. but you can probably resist or, or like I mean, we're both pretty big dudes. 
And mon- man, these guys wouldn't even think of touching me. I mean, they're twigs. Mm. They're, they're like toothpicks. Mm. They would never think of trying to out-muscle mm. me or... Mm. But, I mean, dude, if these guys are looking and going, how the hell are we going to hang this guy up? I don't know. <laughs> they did it. Get they the managed crane. it. There was probably four or five of them, I guess, you know. You weren't worried about falling and smashing your head or something? Yeah, I was terrified. I was <laughs> shitting myself, man. I was absolutely shitting myself. How like, high off the ground were you? at my wife, like, what are they doing? Get the fucking, like, literally, <laughs> she was standing there like, like she didn't know what was going on. I'll bend over over a bench and you can beat me as much as you want, yeah. but I don't think you need to hang me upside down. <laughs> but they did eventually. And then, then after Did they I use that red of... pizza string from the pizza box? <laughs> I can't remember. Probably, probably from, yeah, like from what's it called? What's that pizza shit? Pizza, pizza, pizza school. school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Dominoes. Yeah. Then I, I, after a while, you just kind of play along. You're just like, oh, I'm defeated. You know, you like sort of play dead. You're like, all right, just hang me up so yeah. <laughs> they started hammering me on the feet and stuff, you know. And I was like, oh, but my it was my really ex- painful, man. My experience was like they said, "Oh, we're going to do it as a as a traditional thing." I was like, "Whatever." Are they told, are they told you? That? Oh, dude, yeah. I, I willingly yeah went. Uh, they didn't hang me quite upside down. I was, but were they really banging you, or where was it? Kind no of- one was really banging me, but I'll I'll tell you what uh, tell you what happened. No, basically, I just I think I put my feet maybe on a chair, uh-huh. and there was. Again, there's ten cousins around from from what I remember. A bunch of cousins I had never met before. Like, hey, we're yeah. gonna do this, oh, whatever. There's a there's a banging tonight, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got my stick. <laughs> this is the yeah, it's a foreigner. Bonus. I got two sticks. Yeah, the whole village is there. We're saving this soju bottle. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you know my third cousin's Ideho? He's coming in for the. He's gonna come in and hit a home run. No, but they had like a little bamboo stick. Mm. And dude, it, it starts off. At yeah. this, this is the uh, at my peak training probably for kickboxing. I'm like, mm. whatever, you can't do anything. I, yeah, you know, no, I'm I'm in good shape, dude. They just start tapping the bottom of your feet. You're like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. Like three minutes in, you're like, oh, oh, wow, this is fucking painful. <laughs> this is re- this is un excruciating pain. Do they hang you up? No, no, no. I was laying down with my feet. feet up. With my feet, the up. scariest part for me would be hanging. <laughs> they did, honestly. And I had broken. I think my toe was still healing at that time. So when they were doing it, dude, I, like the my toe was just going boo, mm. boo. It just it, it's shaking every time. I was like, <laughs> I tried to, you know, I endured it for. A while. I was like, all right, that's enough. And like, oh, you're not done. I'm like. How untie me go I'm going to start knocking people out <laughs> and, <laughs> and there was a couple more waxes like alright I'll give you this I'll give you this okay you know time to time to do it and they were cool with that after. how long does it last uh, for less than 10 minutes yeah it's about, about that less than whacking your feet for longer than 10 minutes I mean, yeah but they for have, more than 2 minutes seems I unnecessary was, I was like feel like furious like, but it it, it it doesn't hurt at first. You're like, fuck, whatever. This is bullshit but after so a while the purpose dude, is it, not to beat them hard it's not to hit it hard I think it's a no. test how like how long you can stand, you know what I mean? Like how long you can stand the the torment kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like if you're a tough, tough guy, you can just kind of like, right, tough it out, right? You know, you can marry my you, tough, you tough can't guy. Though. The tough guy was ready to explode. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is conditioning. <laughs> you can't condition the body no, of your feet. You, no. Did you ever feel like you wanted to try that on your wife? Like after, like now it's your turn? No, I mean like... You were I, banging I, your wife, you mean? <laughs> what? Banging your wife's feet? I just I, I asked because I asked because of this. I bang my wife's feet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> my mother-in-law cooks up and has all these foods from the the Fear Factor Challenge back home. Like people make millions of dollars eating these things, yeah. and these are standard fare at her house. Yeah. And my wife doesn't touch half the stuff. Yeah. 
And and it's always like, oh, son-in-law, this is just for you. This is special. You're this right. is good. I'm like, okay, well, how about your? I don't care. I'll eat everything. Mm. I ate testicles and brain, monkey brains, and I ate all kinds of shit in Africa. I don't care. But like, how come nobody else eats this except for me? Like, did you make six kilos just for me? That's very generous, but I don't. I don't need it, man. It tastes like shit. <laughs> I so saw Nate's parents- family. Nate's family registry. It's like all the names, and it says the experiment. <laughs> like when my whole family, like all my brothers and sisters, four brothers and sisters, their spouses, my parents, all came for the wedding. Yeah. And and mom would put out all this wonky stuff, and the Koreans don't touch it. And my dad's like. Oh, I'll love to have some. After all, you guys, I'm going to watch you guys because you're Korean and the Koreans don't touch it. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like when I get, oh, you yeah. can beat my feet. Sure. But I mean, do any of you guys ready have to do you this? Have actually done this? Yeah. yeah like this. No, my grandpa told me I didn't have to do it, but I'm glad <laughs> to try it on you. Dude, some of the side dishes, honestly, they're just like grandma didn't go shopping. So she goes out, grabs a handful of whatever's grown between the bricks and fucking throws some red sauce on it. And that's, <laughs> you're eating that shit with your rice today. That's the. <laughs> yeah. it, I'm, I'm just happy that my four stomachs can process it. Uh, Probably she's telling our I, friends, I made him eat this. Yeah. Oh, that's it, yeah. Pretty much. They got their own Harmony YouTube channel. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's called My Son-in-Law. Well, since we're on the topic, I'll My Son-in-Law one, ate that. The, there was, we were out for Gina's birthday, and Grandma said, can you please bring some cheese? She's asked for meat, beer, soju from Costco. She's never asked for cheese. Can you bring some cheese from Costco? And I was like, oh, you need you cook with cheese now? Like, when she comes to my fridge, she's like, what are all these toxic sauces and stuff in your fridge? And we don't have any of that. And her fridge is just just plastic bags. <laughs> Black plastic bags of who knows what the heck is in there. And the fridge goes like four, three feet back. Yeah. But we've never gotten past like the first row of black bags. Like, it's like there could be a body back there. It's like nobody fucking, knows, man. It's like Narnia. You go in there. <laughs> nobody, nobody has any idea. They're talking goats. So okay, I'll bring, I'll bring some cheese. She goes, oh, I watched a cooking show and I know how to make pizza now. I said, but you don't, you don't have an oven. And she's like, no, no, just in the frying pan. And I said, okay, so this is going to be like pajon, right? Like the Korean pizza stuff. And, and then it Lotus came out, then it came out and she's like, can you bring me some bulgogi? Cause I'll put it on the pizza. And it comes out. You got a picture? And it's nice. got, it's got <laughs> oranges, strawberries, onions, bulgogi, potatoes, Anything you can think of. <laughs> that looks like my first Chuzok fucking <laughs> crab bag. Paprika, cabbage, and G- this is Gina's birthday. And she's ready to cry, and, and Grandma's like, No I candles? A, I made you a pizza for your birthday. That and she's like, Grandma, this is pizza. For Christmas, can you throw it out? <laughs> like, Jesus. Grandma, do you know Tominozu? Tomino? And she's like, I don't like original pizza. And I was like, No, you don't. Listen, hold on. Send me that. I got to upload yeah. it. To, uh, to the, oh, uh, the angry gracious. Italians. It's so nice. <laughs> oh, I could. Hey, I gotta My send that to the angry Italians. Italian. Oh, I'm telling you, that's outrageous. Uh, so, so yeah, like I mean, the effort, the thought, the you know, I know they yeah. like pizza. <laughs> everything is in, <laughs> everything's in line, but the taste. <laughs> it's alive. I think. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh, hold so, on. They they try hard. They mean well. Damn. Love her to death. Yeah. But but the results are it? the results are sometimes just scary. I call this the four food group, <laughs> and she, she just sprinkles a bunch of like starburst on top. Like, I told uh, her I said I said, mom, 
if a foreigner came here like to visit, they would think this was from outer space. Like they would think this is for aliens. That's incredible. Never seen anything like it. And the, it's like a big, like a, like a hot duck or a, yeah, yeah. The, the crust is like yeah, right. two inches right. thick. Right. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, man. I posted, Dustin, uh, Dustin sent us the, the one picture of where he posted something about. It was like a, a tuna fruit cocktail pizza. With yeah. like like two different kinds of cheese, and I posted that to the Italians angry at uh, food website or uh, Facebook group. Dude, it was the funniest funniest <laughs> reaction. Like, what is this? What is this? You got to send me that. <laughs> I, I told her. I said. I said, Mom, if my Nona saw this, she would just have, have a heart attack on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she would just fall over dead if she saw that was your pizza. Oh, it, it's like uh, imagine if you just started loading kimchi cheek up with Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Yeah. They would they would go bananas. They'd be like, "What are yeah. you What are you doing? How How could you do that to my traditional dish?" Yeah. yeah. The other part in the in the summary yeah. here was uh, playing <laughs> you more drums, strawberries in your bibimbap. Playing butt. drums on stage with the biggest rock band. Tell us. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, for one thing, I there's not a ton of above ground rock bands here. Lots of underground stuff, but there's a band called Crying Nut. Crying nut? Crying nut. Is that after you get stung? They must have visited my mother in law. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, yeah. It sounds Swollen like, nut. They're, they're pretty, a pretty big, pretty big band in Korea. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, on TV quite a lot and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was. How did you, how did you end up there? We were just playing a gig with them. Like, I was in a band in Seoul and we ended up, like, supporting them, basically. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about the scene in, in all sound the music scene but in Seoul it used to be pretty good like Hongdae like that mm. down there yeah used to be loads of bands and venues and stuff um, so yeah we used to play gigs all the time we recorded you know recorded our own stuff put out like a LP you know like a vinyl, yeah. vinyl record and stuff like that you know played loads of gigs uh, around Korea as well different places in Korea um, yeah so it was it was pretty fun fun time um, but I think I think the scene's kind of died off now, um, especially with the pandemic and stuff. It's kind of killed it, killed it off, right? Like live music and stuff. Mm. It's pretty dead, I think. So, any memorable gigs? Yeah, I mean, this one was pretty good. Mm. We, uh, this was a, I think this was a Halloween one, if I remember. Mm. So we all like wearing our costume, like you know, mm-hmm. Halloween costumes and stuff. And yeah, playing this bounce pretty big. I mean, I guess there was like. It was a fairly small club, but it was pretty full up. I think maybe 500 people, 600 people or something. Like Jesus, that's a hell of a... Yeah, I guess um, that was good. good. Good times, man. And, and like there, it's, you know, if you're in a band and you kind of know a couple of people, it's pretty easy to get like reasonable gigs. Mm. You know, it's like, can we can we play on the bill? Because it was punk. Mm. So did your band fall apart when you came here? Or are you going uh, back no, to something no, like that? Because no, uh, that sounds like you had a no, pretty the good... The guys that I played with were... Um, they left um, left Korea, so they were American guys. Uh-huh. Uh, one guy was actually used to you know do you know the Doosan Bears? Yeah, yeah. He used to be a pitcher for Doosan Bears. He was our bass bass player. He was a pitcher for the Bears and the yeah. bass player in the band. Yeah, wow. Huh. And uh, he was like, he he is really well known in Korea, like really famous. Yeah, yeah. And my father in law like knows who he is. Yeah, so it's like oh this is you know this is Korean. Matt. No, no, uh, American, American guy. Yeah, sorry. This is Matt, and uh, he plays in our band. And my father in law was like. Is that Matt Randall? He's a baseball player. For I was like, yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, and he used to get so like people used to we used to play gigs and stuff, and like his fans would come and stuff. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, cool. So man. That, that was that was fun. Uh, but he he went. 
back to the states, and the other two guys in the band as well. They went they went back to to the states as well. So, cool. is that something you'd be looking to get back into? Yeah, once you get I up think there? so, man. Yeah, I was playing. I was like, like I said before, I was playing with Jason down here. Mm. Well, I'm just sort of. But compared to being a star in Home Day, that must was, that must be nothing. I mean, like I said, I'd like to just be in a band that plays our own stuff yeah i don't want to really be yeah. a, you know like a covers band so stuff. do you make music too like do you write your own music yeah 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 no we recorded i've got like quite a lot of this stuff at home right it's gears so mm. uh we recorded our own album nice. ep you know i recorded it all produced it like mixed it and all that sort of stuff oh that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. Um, well, we gotta introduce you to, to shane there man yeah 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 huh. so um and then we put it out on a on, a, on vinyl i had a, a friend in the uk who worked at the uh like the vinyl pressing plant in london for like EMI records. Oh, awesome! And, wow, he, and he was nice. like, "I'll do it for free." Oh, yeah. So I sent him, the, I sent him like the you know the step like the what do you call it the recordings, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, a couple of months later, and we got these huge boxes full of like vinyls, wow. you know, <laughs> rocking up in my uh, rocking my house in Korea. You know, I still got loads of them at home, right? Taking up space and oh, dude, pissed do, off. Right? Do, She's like, "Do you have them in Wilson?" Yeah. Oh, dude, I'd love to buy one. Sure, yeah, yeah. I'll just give you a few, man. I've got loads. Of them. <laughs> I've got Dead. too many to give them away. Yeah. Like, we sold, we sold a few at gigs and stuff, but then we broke up and Ben sort of yeah. stopped in there. So we still got probably I don't know 300, 300 copies or something. What was, oh, the band, what was the band name? Mixed Blood. Mixed oh, Blood. Because our singer was you know half Korean, half American. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, trying to, we're trying to squash stereotypes here. Yeah, well, I mean, it was his idea. So. <laughs> you know. um, and uh, yeah, so so when you're playing shows, mostly the foreign crowd or predominantly uh, Korean? I guess it was mixed. It was probably about fifty-fifty. I would say, yeah. Nice. Um, there were a lot of young, you know, younger Korean kids in in the scene, involved in the scene. Cool. And most people, I guess, I guess, most people were in bands as well. So you know, it was like majority of bands watching bands kind yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? But is it pretty easy to get back into once you get up there? You just hey. I don't know what it's like at the moment because of the, you know Corona and stuff, and half the clubs have closed down. Like you know, they put all the rents up in Hongdae and stuff, mm. in Taiwan and all those places, yeah. and the, like a lot of places have closed down since then. So I don't know how the scene is at the moment. Um, but I'd like to get. Do you know into. Walking After You, the four girls? They're wild, yeah. hardest hardest rockers I've seen oh, in really? Korea, and uh, and they're authentic and man, they can they can rock. And they have all their own stuff. They play a few covers, but mostly all their own stuff. Mm-hmm. But just to to think or to see four pretty young women yeah. as rock stars in Korea is just uh, uh, is just not really something you see all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, nice. they're fantastic. They come down here probably four or five times a year. Busan, Ulsan, Daegu, Ulsan, whatever. Friday, Saturday, and play. I was just going to ask about musical taste and stuff. What uh, any any favorite bands or, or drummers or. Anybody who influenced your style? I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the music I like um, is probably still pretty much the same now as what I grew up listening to is, is like heavy, heavy. Uh, how how heavy? Like extreme. <laughs> Extremely heavy. <laughs> Extreme. Uh, part about mostly like from punk to, you know, death metal kind of stuff. Right. That, cool. You know, gam- like run the gamut kind of stuff. Like guitar based, heavy music. Um so yeah, um, the band I was talking about just now—we were a, like hardcore, hardcore punk bands. Songs were like 
maximum one and a half minutes long. People diving off the stage. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. Some of the shows we used to play, man, like literally kids would just run up on stage, just jump into the fucking crowd, like somersault and shit. It was insane. People like, you know, like like a wall of death, you know, wall of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Se- crowd like separate. The vaccines oh. aren't causing myocarditis. <laughs> yeah, that's it's your fucking band. Huh? Right? You guys on that side, you guys, so when I, you know, when the song starts, yeah. run together as fast as you can. Fucking yeah. go no. for it. Yeah, achievement to have mosh pits in Hongdae. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember our first, my first mosh pit was at the Tool Metallica concert at the World Cup Stadium, Ooh. and uh, a bunch of these little Korean guys bopping around. I was like, you know, we're double the size of most of these guys. Like, <laughs> and then a couple army guys, a couple army guys come in who are drunk and they want to really get rough. And is it whatever? But as the Korean guys are going, and like, you know, you're standing on the outside mm. of the. If you guys really want to play and start getting us involved, I mean, we can get in there, but guys are going to start falling like crazy. <laughs> and I was like, this is kind of cute, like watching Korean guys mosh. Like, <laughs> it, it wasn't like, you know, going to uh, some of the summer summer sizzle or something in Winnipeg where it was like people were there to, to get it on. Like kickboxing in, yeah. The, yeah. in, the, in the mosh pit and stuff. Yeah. It was kind of cute to watch the, the <laughs> Korean the bodies guys. hit the floor. <laughs> the bodies hit yeah. the floor. <laughs> well, I, I remember at that Tool Metallica, like, there was, you know, some, some people, I think, overestimated their ability to endure in those things. And you get claustrophobic, <clears throat> it's 40 degrees. I mean, people were just drenched with no, like, usually yeah. they'll spray some water, yeah. nothing. Yeah. And I remember, like, halfway through Metallica, we were just picking up girls and just pressing them up because they had to get to the front to get out. They were just going to pass out. Mm-hmm. And they were like, help Help me, help me. And the Korean guys don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And their boyfriend or whoever, they get no mm-hmm. idea. And like, they're going to go delirious here. Like, they got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And we just, listen, you're going to die if you stay in here. Pick them up, <laughs> pass them up to the front, <laughs> let them get out because they just couldn't handle it. <laughs> and, and it wasn't necessarily rough, but just, you're just squeezed in there and claustrophobic, can't breathe, overheating, heat stroke. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Wild times. So, well, yeah, fun. Awesome. Fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> So things have calmed down, you know. At least you get married and kids. Things are more pedestrian these days, I would say. Is there metal scene in Korea? They there isn't soul. I don't know about here. I mean, there are metal bands. All Jason Kim holding it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's into that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was so it. funny to hear him just come out and be like, "I love death metal. Yeah. I love this. I love this." Like, whoa, that's yeah, yeah, not. He, a... he loves all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's massive, massive into it. Uh, <laughs> just this... picture him trimming trees in Ulsan Daegwon. I wonder what he's listening to. <laughs> <laughs> There's some pretty extreme bands in Seoul. The band we used to play. With, one of the bands we used to play was, was called Christ Fuck. <laughs> and it was like a pretty, like a proper like black metal band, you know, with like the makeup and stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, like the black and white makeup and stuff. And the guy had like a upside down. Cross cross are they featured yeah. on something? Yeah, 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 no, no, that's it. You know, I don't know if you guys are, you know, but yeah, like an upside down, like cross, like tattoo <laughs> on his face and shit. You know, oh. like there's some. There's Do you some know the channel called One Stage? I think they were featured on that. Probably, on they probably yeah, were, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah anyone with an upside down. Everyone is like singing, playing piano, yeah. like singing something acoustic guitar, and then this metal band comes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they're they're insane. Like so, there are some pretty extreme dudes. Mm, Jesus, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, we got to get out of this bubble. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember watching a Slipknot concert one time on TV. Or I'm going, what the hell? Is this? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, there's something for everyone everywhere, man. So and yeah. and good to know that 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 scene does exist. It and does exist. People can. <laughs> 
Vent and choose, yeah. It's not massive. It's not as big as it would be, you know, back home. But mm. there are definitely people into it. So, well, yeah. guy goes for <laughs> guy goes for an interview at SK. Like any uh, past work history. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the lead like... singer of Christ. Fuck. <laughs> uh, What's that on your phone? <laughs> yeah. Just to, you know, don't discriminate, bro. <laughs> oh man, good times. Yeah. What do you say? Anything else? No, just good? L- like you say, like the book, maybe not stand out to us but this is it like i never laughed so hard in a in, in a two-hour session before yeah, yeah. fantastic and i look forward to reading it yeah. yeah go for it and you'll probably i'm sure you'll be nodding along saying I, yeah uh, i'm to me I, i've never yeah, done the foot i never did the foot thing so that that's hilarious i mean now i gotta ask my father and he's probably like okay we'll string you up next week <laughs> we forgot that we the one that. thing yeah. the one thing we did do was wear those you guys had to wear the, him and my brothers and my yeah. brother had to wear those squids on their face. Ooh, like a stinky. Oh, really? And go to the door with the, with, with the box of the goods or whatever oh, presented. Well, I haven't heard about that. And they have to, yeah. if they accept you in the house or whatever. We did with it for Jimmy's too. For Jimmy's. Yeah, yeah. For Jimmy's. Last night we saw Dano's nutsack. <laughs> but my, my brother was like, what the hell kind of tradition is this putting this stinky freaking squid on my face? Like they cut holes and it's a mask. Like, what? what? A oh, dude. Yeah, big you look like uh, the guy from Morgan Futurama. You look like the guy from Futurama. Yeah, the big I'll show you the pictures. <laughs> but but that's why I love sharing and hearing stories because uh, you know everyone's always got a different one and yeah. there's some freaking hilarious stuff. I Good taste. Anyways, no, fantastic. Thanks a lot for coming by. No, no, really no worries. It. No, it's been a pleasure. Between uh, between Korean traditions, your musical career, and your new kid, your uh, banging feet, banging drums, or banging your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the last one still. Uh, <laughs> well, that's something we all got to get through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's been fun. Also, for the listeners, Nate is first time the second largest guy in the room. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he did warn me the room was a bit small, so oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been good. Good times. All right, man. Thanks for coming by. We'll Cheers. talk to you soon. Eh? Goodbye.